ladies and gentlemen, we have a new sponsor on the podcast today. It's Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is a supplement that I've been using even before they were a sponsor of the podcast. It's a daily supplement that you put into a glass of water in the morning. You take one scoop of Athletic Greens, throw it in a glass of water, and with that, you're covered on your daily vitamins, minerals. Uh, it also contains a bunch of probiotics. I've just really enjoyed Athletic Greens, and it, it saves me the hassle of taking a bunch of vitamins, and it also tastes super good. And now that Athletic Greens is a sponsor of this podcast, if you go to athleticgreens.com slash WCML, you can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D as well as five free travel packs. So check it out, athleticgreens.com slash WCML. It's the perfect supplement for any young wrestler who's looking to get their vitamins and daily greens covered. Check it out, athleticgreens.com slash WCML. Now let's get to the show. I can't have a good workout and then three bad workouts, you know? I got to be consistent with them. You know, I got to come in and put energy into my warm-up because if I don't, then, you know, the guy's going to, you know, put my head on the mat. You know, I, I don't want that. We can endure anything and adapt and pivot and change. Wrestling gave us that ability. I would say nothing in life has impacted me more than the things wrestling has taught me in terms of self-reflection, resilience. Toughness. Some guys have it, some guys don't. Adversity, 100%. How to pick myself up and be a man after I failed. And everything that has shaped my life and where I'm at today would not be there without the values and basically the lessons I've learned through the sport of wrestling. For me, wrestling saved my life because it, it allowed me to focus and channel my energy. We're fortunate if you wrestled because if you wrestled, natural talent helps but it's it's five percent of the ingredient it pales in comparison to heart and technique and effort it humbled me taught me humility nothing can hit humble you more than wrestling i think it's the learning to adapt right you learn you learn how to adapt you learn how to solve problems you know if i look back my time i spent wrestling if it gave me one thing more than anything else it's mental toughness Welcome back to the Wrestling Changed My Life podcast presented by Spartan Combat. It's Wednesday, June 8th, and our guest today is Pat Lugo. Pat is an All-American for both Iowa and Edinburgh. He's a member of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, and this interview, folks, is our last in the Hawkeye Wrestling Club series. This interview was recorded back in January with Pat, and if you want to watch the video component of this interview, join the Hawkeye Wrestling Club inner circle program hawkeye wrestling club inner circle program to see the full video interview fan of the week goes to our friend alex shift a channel account manager at invicti and now that i'm saying this we may have just given alex fan of the week i can't remember for sure and if we did alex you're the man thanks for listening if not that was all made up in my head either way alex shift fan of the week Channel account manager at Invicti, representing Columbus, Ohio. And without further ado, folks, let's give it up for the great Pat Lugo. You know, I grew up in Illinois, and there was this club, the Harvey Twisters, that was just legendary. And it sounds kind of similar to what your dad and your high school coach were doing with this Gladiator Club. So what was that club, and how did that get started? Um, it started, like, I think I was, like, in middle school or going – I was in high school, maybe, one of those. Um, but – my dad 
And my my high school coach, Humberto Reina, raised money just to get the club going. And, you know, my dad said, you know, you know, just let's just do it. Like we started doing car washes to raise money. We started going to uh Miami Dolphin football games to like at the tailgate to raise money. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, asking people for help. And um, you know, it just it just started started off started off like that. And this is our second location. Gladiator just just got a new location a couple of years ago. But it's definitely growing. You know, it's growing down south wrestling. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool, pretty good. What was the first facility like? Just four walls. That's literally all we had. I think it was uh, like a welding place before. So no no uh air conditioning and summer and Florida heat. In Florida? In Florida, man. It was hot. Dang. So uh we had you didn't have to go in there with a sauna or anything like that. The room was a sauna itself. So I mean it was cool, pretty cool. And I had heard an interview. What was your high school coach's name? Uh uh Victor Bramacida. That's that's the head coach. People know him as like Coach B. Okay. Yeah. And uh, who's the gentleman who started the club with your pops? Herbert Serena. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. He did an interview that said, uh, like, one of his goals is, like, yeah, if you win, great, but this is just to keep kids away from the bad things in life. Like, keep kids off the streets. I mean, for sure, yeah. Growing up, especially all around the Gladiator, there's, you know, if you ever, like, go there, visit there, you know, you got a couple, you know, bad houses here, bad houses there. You know, the whole neighborhood surrounding is pretty bad. So they definitely bring in kids that, you know, kind of get in with the wrong crowd just to help them mm-hmm. you know and i think that's something that drives me too you know like just do if i if i could do good good things great things here hopefully you know a kid can see that and you know can change their life you know definitely could definitely change the just by getting on the wrestling mat can change their life can change their future you know their family's life whatever whatever it is so yeah that's definitely something that you know motivates me because you want to see uh, kids from Florida making it out. And- For sure, man. I mean, I go to nationals and there's only like two kids from Florida. And they're all the like, kids from PA, Ohio and all that stuff. And so, you know, it would be cool to get some more guys on the on the flo- on the, on the the scene from Florida. For sure. I remember you at the uh, Fargo, obviously. You wrestled Larry early in the finals, Greco. And uh, I, I believe you got second that match. But the point of the story is that, was that the match where you bet your pops to get a tattoo? I, I think so, yeah. It was it was that summer I had told him if I went Fargo, can I get a sleeve? Well, I, I was just a tattoo. I didn't know I was going to get the sleeve. He was like, yeah. He's like, sure. And he didn't think I was going to do it. So he just said, yeah, just to give me to be quiet. So I, I was like, all right. So I got second at Fargo. I ended up still getting the sleeve. So, yeah, it was good. It was a good bet. But, I mean, I think that summer it wasn't me just, you know, I wasn't like just wanting to get the sleeve, you know. So that wasn't my motivation to win. It was just like that, like a plus, you know, like a little add-on. So it was good. I read that that was like because your sophomore year at state was the last time you even lost a match in Florida. From then on out, you just rolled everybody. So like between state, your sophomore year in March, and then Fargo in July, pretty big uh, span of training for you. Yeah, for sure. I I think I noticed. I started noticing like you know I'm not gonna I'm not the most athletic guy in the room. I'm not the fastest or you know, the strongest or maybe even the smartest wrestler in the room. But if I can outwork you, you know, if I, I can beat you, you know, like it doesn't matter uh, how much talent you have or anything. And I think I, I use that as, as my edge. I use it as my edge now. Um, you know, even with like guys in the room now, you know, they might be more athletic than me, but that's fine. You know, I'm, I might not beat you today, but I will eventually, I will do anything I have to do and whatever I have to do for 
however long I had to do it, you know, to beat you. And, um, you know, I think I've, I've learned that growing up. So, yeah. How was your uh, definition of what it means to work hard changed once you got around Tom and Terry Brands in the Sciwa program? Uh, it changed for sure um, to be more consistent. Like, you know, I have to be more consistent in my work. I have to look at the details. You know, the littlest details make the biggest difference. Uh, this, I think that's a discipline for sure. But those two big things, discipline and consistent, you know, with my workouts, I can't have a good workout and then three bad workouts, you know? I got to be consistent with them. You know, I got to come in and put energy into my warm-up because if I don't, then, you know, the guy's going to, you know, put my head on the mat. And, you know, I, I don't want that. I've, I've, I've talked to Mark Perry before, and he's like, man, I didn't even know. I thought I knew what it meant to be tired, and then, you know, you come in here and you do – an airdyne workout and like that's just a warm-up you know or something something crazy like that so like everyone when they get to iowa has those stories and you kind of came from you know as a transfer so i was just real curious to see like what your experience was like you know your first couple months here at the program it was a hard transition i'm not gonna it was pretty hard i didn't I, I knew what like the tom and terry are you know they grind their teeth as hard as you know anyone in the country uh but yeah, it was definitely a hard transition at first. I think I had to get used to it, to uh, you know, to start getting victories on the mat. But um, coming here, I, yeah, like a couple of the older guys would beat on me. Even the younger guys, uh, lighter, like lighter than me, would beat on me. So I was kind of going through it at first. But then you know, it was just adversity. You know, that's all it is. And um, you get through it, and then you get stronger. Yeah. And so it was a lot of just what just getting used to the different guys and then the intensity day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Cause you, like I said, you gotta come in and you gotta, you know, be ready for you know a hard workout. No matter who you're going with, if it, either it's one twenty five or you go all the way to heavyweight, you know what I mean? Just anyone, anyone, everyone's gonna come in. Everyone wants to be the guy. Everyone wants to be the man. So you gotta come in, you know, with confidence. You know, you gotta be ready to go. You know, you can't sleep all day and then pound a bunch of water into you an hour before practice. You got to, you know, get up early and, you know, get your body going. Because if I get my body going in the morning, then I'm going to have a better workout in the afternoon. Right. And if we go back to before you got to Iowa, you know, you're coming up in high school. As we mentioned, you sophomore year was your last time losing at state. You rattled off like 130 wins, two-time state champ. Were you getting a lot of looks coming out of Florida? Um, I had about three or four, three or four colleges. Uh. Edinburgh, obviously, Iowa State. Uh, I can't remember. I think Grand Canyon. I don't even think they're a program in, in, anymore. But uh, a couple, couple D ones, uh, some D twos, and a couple JUCOs. But yeah, not that many looks. No. What was the culture shock like from Miami to Edinburgh? Is it Edinburgh? Where is <laughs> that? Edinburgh, at? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like I didn't even know what town it was. In. I've always heard the name Edinburgh, but yeah. What was it's, that like? Uh big culture shock. Uh. Uh, from the people to like the driving everything was different you know I think there was only like two or three lights in Edinburgh like you know like yeah Yeah. stoplights and um yeah so it was big big culture change uh like I said the people were nicer in Edinburgh for sure nicer Uh, nicer completely yeah for uh because in Miami everyone's like in a rush you know everyone's in a rush everyone's like you know trying to be better than you you know they i think they judge a little more but that's just that's just the city life you know that's how people in the city are kind of um edinburgh and out here in iowa everything's a little more calmer you know more peace peaceful uh easier to work hard 
easier to stay on my routine. Um, but Edinburgh is a special place. Uh, it'll always be a special place to me. You know, I was only there for a short two years, but I made a lot of friends. You know, I, I, met, I met some good people. I don't regret my time there at all. You know, it was a good, good experience. Anytime that someone goes away from the nest for the first time, you know, when you're on your own like that and two around you, like, yeah, they like you, but they don't love you like your parents do. It's a, that's a, that's a big moment, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's good if everyone leaves the nest. I, I think everyone should leave the nest at some point in their life. Get away from, you know, how, you know, from their own parents, from, you know, how, like where they grew up from. I think that's good. It's, uh, it challenges you. Uh, it challenges you to grow up. You know, I don't have my mom there or my dad there to tell me, you know, to fold my bed or clean my room or wash the dishes or anything. I, I got to do that my own, you know, and. And I got to study, too. And I got to wake up early for practice, too. So, you know, definitely, you definitely uh, learn that, you know, learn how to be independent. You just grow. You grow, you grow, you grow as a young adult, man. I mean, it's better. You don't need your mom and dad with you your whole life. I don't think that's good. You know, I think you need to stand on your own two feet, you know, at some point and be a man. And how did you get to uh, the co- the place where... Uh, you were coming to Iowa. I understand Coach Flynn was looking to leave, and then you were, you know, highly, uh, you know, highly accomplished wrestler. How did uh, how did Iowa City get on your radar? Um, so at the time when I was looking to transfer, the transfer portal wasn't a thing back then. So I had to get like permission to leave or permission to speak from my school, from Edinburgh, to like reach out to these other schools. So it was a hard hard uh transition i remember sitting down in the room with flynn and the rest of the coaching staff my back is sweating telling basically telling them that i want to leave you know but uh but yeah so then after i got the permission to speak and all that i reached out to uh, obviously iowa and they reached back out to me and we started the transition there and tom and morningstar flew out to florida but even to get to that point, though, we're talking months of pain and, and heartache, right? From what I understand, I mean, because like it's weird that, yeah, the, the, like you said, the transfer portal wasn't around. But now kids can go; there's no repercussions. We're talking the dark days where if they didn't let you go, you had to sit out a year, essentially, right? And the head coach is leaving anyway. Mm-hmm. So if if the head coach uh, leaves, then you get you get to. Uh... You get to leave, and you, you don't have to sit out here. But he was staying. But he, I knew he was going to leave eventually. So I basically said, you know, if if you want to leave, you know, I respect your decision. You want to improve your, your, you know, situation with you and your family. I want to improve mine as well. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely a couple, you know, a lot of headaches uh, throughout a couple months. And um, I remember I was even back home for like, you know, that whole uh transition and I was training at home and I have, I forgot I think I was training for junior worlds trials junior world team trials and it was just hard it was hard and but yeah it was it was like like a learning process it was just adversity you know life's always going to throw adversity at you so yeah and then they Morningstar and Brands come out we've all seen the photo it was it was awesome what I mean I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of schools are reaching out to you but what was it about Iowa that that made you uh commit to the program um i think it just fit my style it just fit my style um i love hard tough wrestling and i think these these guys here they they preach that and not only that like when once i got here i realized that this is really the place for me when tom and terry don't only preach wrestling they preach like how to live 
you know, outside the wrestling room and how to, how to, you know, be, be responsible, you know, how to be accountable, you know, how to just handle your business outside the wrestling room. You know, they preach that more than they preach technique in the room, you know, and I think that's, that's huge because if you want to be a, a great wrestler, I think you got to be a good person as well. So, I mean, it, it comes, it's, it's hand in hand, you know? So when I when I saw that I knew like man this this is the, this is the place for me. And the dudes you're rolling around with here, I mean they're all doing the right thing, you know, like the cameras, the Spencer Lee's of the world. Well, I mean that's that had to be a pretty amazing thing just to know you're coming into us where all these guys are trying to do the same thing you're doing. Oh for sure. I mean I, this first time in my life I'm in a, I'm in a room with guys with this like higher mentality or the same mentality as me. You know they want to be the best in the world. Um, in high school I didn't really have that. Edinburgh, you know, I didn't really have that. Here, I have that and more. You know, I got guys who've been to the Olympics, who won the Olympics. You know, who a guy who won nationals. You know, when I was in college, I was looking. You know, especially I had uh, who I, I don't even I don't remember, but a lot of guys. Yeah. You know, you know, like Brandon Sorensen, he's been in the national finals. You know, uh, Daniel Dennis, he went to the Olympics. You know, a bunch of bunch of credentials, and then you look at the wall and you get expired to all the all the greats from the past, and it just bunch of great tradition all around you and you said th- you mentioned Sorensen. that's a match that sticks out for me you were still at edinburgh when you when you beat him yep my second year at edinburgh yeah talk us through that one where was that at uh that match yeah uh it was at edinburgh um i didn't know i didn't know i was gonna we were gonna wrestle i went to like tuesday we had him to wrestle friday because it was uh like a all-star meet or something something like that i don't know we didn't know if we're, i think we we're gonna get michigan or iowa but whatever so yeah he, they come to um they they came to Edinburgh on like a Friday and we wrestled and I uh, won in overtime. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh it was my first time, you know, being close to Iowa. The first time wrestling the Iowa wrestler. I get to I got I got to see how like, you know, those guys operate, you know, from their warm ups to like their the pre match pre match routine, the after match routine and they they handle it like professionals, you know, the, the way you should, the way you should handle it. And I've heard you say that like, coming here, like even like walking into the building, you feel a little bit different than you have anywhere else, just in terms of like how how important it is to everyone, and uh, yeah, everyone carries themselves in that professional way, as you said. For sure, I mean, yeah, you have to hold yourself to that, you know, because if you don't, then you know why why you here, you know. I'm here to do great things. I'm not here to just be a part of the team so I could wear a Hawkeye wrestling shirt, you know. I want to be the best in the world. That's why I'm here. You know, I wake up every day, you know, to try to be a better person, try to be a better wrestler. And, you know, it's hard sometimes, but, you know, if it's not hard, then, you know, everyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you could do it easy, everyone would be doing it. And then, um, yeah, what a, the other big moment I was thinking about when I look at your career and big matches, I was actually here for this one, Oklahoma State Senior Night. Dude, that one, yeah, I've never seen you so pumped up in, in a match. Was the guy number six at the time? I, something like that. He was top five, I think three or something around there. But yeah, from Boo Luan. Yeah. Now, being a Florida guy, do you get buy into the Oklahoma State rivalry? Is that more the fans? that? I think it's more the fans. For, for me, it's more the fans. For me, it's always, but I mean, it's, the hype's the hype, you know? Like, the hype doesn't really get to me. The press doesn't really get to me. Like, when I go out there and wrestle, I it's just me and the guy wrestling. I don't really hear the coaches wrestling. I, mean, I don't really hear the coaches speaking to me or anything. I just feel like me and him are in a room together, like, wrestling. No one's around. 
So it kind of goes quiet? Kind of. Uh, there's so much noise that I don't hear nothing, if that makes sense. You know, like every, everyone's just screaming. So you just, you know, I don't really hear anything. It's just a bunch of noise. So like I just, I, it's easy for me to focus on the guy. You know, if there's maybe one voice out there I could hear, like if, if, there, if there was Tom was just out there screaming, then it'd be more distracting. You get me? Mm-hmm. Now that there's so much noise, I can, I can really block it all out. That's just me, you know? Yeah. That's just how I operate. I mean, Carver, of all places, like, what's louder than that? I mean, you think about this arena last night, or like when you guys wrestled Penn State two years ago, it's just a crazy environment, you know? Yeah, it's awesome, though, man. I mean, those are the type of moments you live for, you know, to go out there and perform in front of all your friends and all your family. It's awesome, especially when you get your hand raised. I remember when I was, when we wrestled Penn State a couple years ago, um, a second period, and the guy goes down. And the crowd's just going crazy for no reason. And my headgear started shaking. Like, I was like, oh, man. So I, like, stop. I, like, hold, I put my headgear out because it was, like, shaking. So, you know, but it was just a cool moment, cool experience. I remember from that, you know, from that do meet. I mean, think about all, like, you know, kids in your club back home in Florida. If they're able to tune in and just see how many people come to a wrestling meet in Iowa, for one, but then to see you out there. I mean, that's, that's probably what it's all about. For, like, if you go back to the roots for you. Yeah, yeah, like I said before, man, if I can inspire one of those kids to like do, you know, something this not be like me but be better than me, you know, then I'm doing my job. You know what I mean? And that that's that's just like some an extra thing that motivates me, you know. I go back home and I see all these all these kids, you know, they're they're young. I see like the next generation growing up and it reminds me of, you know, when me and my friends were that age, you know, and it it humbles me, you know, to see that. And um and I, I love seeing stuff like that, you know, because that means like, you know, I'm making a difference in the world. And, and when I leave, like when I'm not here anymore, like I hope I can, my name can still do that. You know what I mean? Like my legacy can, can, can like continue, you know? Do you think you're going to coach in the future? I don't know, man. That's, that's a good question. I don't really know. I thought about it. Like I, if I coach, it'll probably on the college scene because um, I don't know if I can do it a club with little kids i don't know i don't know, I don't know how that. those coaches did that they got a lot of patience i'll tell you that they got a lot of patience but uh but yeah i mean maybe i if i if i coach it'll be after i'm when i'm done wrestling for sure and i don't know when that's gonna be i could be this after this upcoming olympics or the next one or the one after that it depends where depends how i feel you know with my body with my mind you know, stuff like that. And that's in your crosshairs right now, 2024? That's what you're totally focused on? Mm-hmm, 2024, yep. What, Paris. What's, like, when you break down your schedule, I mean, we got the Eureka going on right now in Russia. Mm-hmm. You know, Worlds are obviously in August, September, somewhere in there. Like, how do you break down your tournament schedule and what's coming up for you? Um, well, I was supposed to go to France, Nice, France, last weekend, but that got canceled because of COVID. So now I'm going to Turkey in February, I think February 28th. So that's my next, that's my next uh, thing. So that's what I'm focused on right now, Turkey. And then I don't know after that, I don't know whatever Tom and Dennis tell me to go, I'm gonna go to it. So I gotta sit down and talk to them. <laughs> nice. Have you have you done a lot of uh, traveling and wrestling outside the country before? I have not, not one. So this Turkey one's the first one. First one, yeah, it'd be nice. exciting. Yeah, I mean, I was excited to go to France because I heard that was a nice, you know, nice little area too. Uh, south of France, Nice, but yeah, I think it'll be pretty cool to you know to travel and wrestle all these international guys and you know different field, different 
you know, scene. I mean, Turkey, like that's one of the one of the OG wrestling countries. I mean, they were winning medals in the Olympics in like the 40s and 50s. So like they, you know, they they love wrestling there in Turkey. So to be able to go to like an old like Soviet style country like that would be awesome. Heck yeah. I mean, it'll be like I said, it'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, I've never really experienced that. I've, I only I think the I think I only uh, I only wrestled in, in uh, the farthest I ever wrestled was like California from, you know, from growing up. Right. But uh, yeah, so it'll be pretty cool. Too. And how different is your day to day as a Hawkeye Wrestling Club member versus when you were training as a University of Iowa wrestler? Um, I mean, I don't have school now, so that's <laughs> that's different. But that's that's a good thing. I got a lot more times on my hands on my hands, but I think it's better because I'm I'm more of a professional now. You know, like I I put more. I think I understand a little more now what it takes to be to be good um i guess i just it's still the same number of workouts a day and that kind of thing yeah, yeah i'm still with the same same workouts uh still with the team all the all, all the all the time they go um like i said i got more times than him so i i got a dog i got a dog now so so i just take care of him in between practices and um yeah that's pretty much how my life is that's a good life, man. That's a that's a dream, right? I don't. Yeah, exactly. I I like talk to my friends from high school, and they some of them work in construction and stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> that's the real world. <laughs> oh man, yes, yeah. That, that's funny you said it because Iron Ironside um, gave us a little speech uh, before the do meet yesterday, and he said, "Man, if, if I was in, if I could be in anyone's shoes, it'd be y'all." Like he was talking to the team, and um. And that makes it, it made sense because I just graduated, and you know I I feel like that now, you know. And I know when I when I'm done wrestling with the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, I'm gonna feel like you know, like I wish I could have done more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I'm just always gonna miss it, you know, even when I'm you know not around. Were you feeling a little bit of that last night, just not getting getting to wear the black and gold? Oh, for sure. I, I told Terry, like, I feel like I'm about to wrestle right now. I was, like, getting nervous for the guys, and he's like, he's like, it's, that feeling's never going to go away. I'm like, damn. He said that in the Terry documentary. He did? At the end of it, yeah, he was like, uh, you know, because in 2000, he got bronze. And at the Olympics, he wasn't happy. He throws the medal away. Then, like, six years later, he sees John Smith at a tournament, and he goes up to John Smith. He's like, does that feeling ever go away? He's like, never. Never. You always want to wrestle. You always gonna miss it, and that's what I think. That's what's like beautiful about this sport. You know, like it's it, it doesn't. You don't get much in return, but in reality, in reality, you do because you know, like I said, you grow a lot. You know, you you just you grow as a as a person, and I think that's more meaningful than you know the fame and the fortune and all the stuff that all these other sports get, like football and basketball. You know, because at the end of the day, all that stuff's just stuff. You know, who are you as a person? You know, that's what really matters. What would you say is the biggest growth from when you left uh, South Dade High School to where you're at now? Uh, my advice to them would just be, you know, just keep going. You know, don't quit. Because there's, there's there was times that I felt like, you know, going back home and, you know, just, you know, this, this is not for me, you know, stuff like that. But that, that feeling comes and goes, you know. Like, some days you're going to be motivated to work out. Some days you're not. You know, so you just gotta keep going. You know, you know, you gotta really love what you're doing. You know, to you know to be good at this sport. But I mean, this, you're gonna you're gonna hit hard times. You know, that depression is probably gonna sneak in in there. So, you, like I said, you know, just keep going. You know, and there's always light at the end of the tunnel. 
especially that that winter loneliness, man. It gets gray. As a Florida man, you must you must battle that more than anybody. For sure. I mean, you, you're in, you're inside most of the day, and it's snowing, and it's dark outside, and it's cold, and you you just inside snuggle up watching Netflix, and <laughs> and you get yeah you get bored, you know. And when you're not when you're not working out, you're home. So it's definitely like big big culture change from Florida. Um, Florida, you're outside, you know, you're spending more time with people, stuff like that. But you know. This is this is the price you have to pay, you know, if you want to, you know, be a national champ, you know, a world champ, Olympic champ. You know, I can't I can't be back home in Florida and and have in the same training. I wish I can, you know. I wish there was I I wish this organization was in Florida. You know, that'd be awesome, but it's not, you know. So I I'm not gonna sit down and cry about it. You know, I just gotta you know keep keep grinding. Quick side tangent before we wrap up the interview. What's on the Netflix account at the Pat Lugo household? Oh, uh, honestly, I don't really watch that much Netflix, but <laughs> I just watch movies. I, I'm I'm kind of into. I'm kind of watching the Marvel on Marvel. I watched it already. That's his line of work, man. He yeah. he loves that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm watching it all again. I kind of started from the beginning just because you know. So yeah, that's that's uh, what I'm doing right now. Nice man. And then you know, kind of moving through, like when you look at. You know your your career and you got a lot of big matches coming up. When you're getting ready to get out there, what's going through your head? Are you trying to stay calm or are you kind of running through things like a checklist? I'm calm. I'm calm, and if if I try to like force things, then that's when I get nervous. And if I try to fight my nerves, that's when I it, it like tax me more. If I just accept that I'm nervous, if I accept you know everything, then it calms me. You know, um, I I read this. I read a quote one time from Kobe Bryant or was it I think it was Mike Tyson he said what's the difference between a hero and a coward and it's pretty much not a difference but the only difference is the hero knows how to calm himself down you know when the lights are on you know knows how to you know fight you know the the demons in your head you know all the nerves and stuff going on because that can really mess you up um but yeah like I'm calm you know I'm not I'm not really looking at the fans. I'm more focused on my match, more focused on my breathing, you know, telling myself I'm the best, you know, just coming. If I get taken down, who cares? You know, get back up, get right back into the match. You know, so that's that's how I am that's how I am as a wrestler. Calm. The more calm I am, the more dangerous I am. Yeah, and Man, it shows because you are like that when you go out there, real stoic. And you know, if you, I think back to, I'm looking at that. I'm thinking back to when you were at wrestling at Carver. Let's just wind down with a kind of a recap of last night's duel because this place was crazy last night. There were some awesome matches. You know, what were your thoughts on the on the duel overall? Uh, some good calls and a lot of bad calls. But you know, you can't put the call, you can't put the uh, match in the referee's hands. But it was a good duel. I mean, you know, credit Penn State. You know, they won. You know, fair and square, but uh, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, I think we only won one tight match, which was, I think, Caleb Young. All the other tight matches, the Penn State guy got his hand raised. So we got to learn how to, we got, it's a lot of work. You got to learn how to finish on top. And it's easier said than done. You know, I can say all these things, you know, but, you know, you just got to put the work in. 
yeah. the gentleman who took who filled in for you when you left, Max Mirren, he got a W last time. He was kind of the guy that stopped the bleeding and got the momentum going and, and really put the Hawks on a three-match win streak to, you know, going into 74, it was tied up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think he, he knew that. He knew that he had to stop the bleeding, like like you just said. And that, that was huge. That was huge because that, that uh, gave confidence to the rest of the, the guys after him, you know, so – and Max Mirren is a good wrestler. He he's very confident. He's uh he's training hard. You can see he's hungry in the room. You know he's bro. He's gritty. Every time I see his face, he's like bleeding. He's blistered. Yeah, but you can tell he's he he puts his, he'll put his body out there. He don't care. <laughs> he'll he don't care. Like he he'll, he'll win. You know, and that's how it should be. You know, who cares? Like last night, he I think he couldn't see off out of his left like one of his eyes or something. And he still won. You know, you still get the job done no matter what. And that's, like you said, he's that's grit. You know, that's that's heart, you know, because, you know, at that point, you know, if you can't find it within yourself to do to win for yourself, at least do it for you, the guys on the team or do it for, you You know, find something, you know, find your why, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Cassiope getting it done. Mm-hmm. That was good, too, you know. And we didn't get the, the win of the duel, but we, we were able to, you know, finish, finish with a, a W to finish the night. And I think that was... You know something, something good at least. I mean, it just shows because, like, you know, like you said, the duels out of hand, but that Kirkley beat match, that's gonna be big for Big Ten seedings. Oh yeah. He was looking great against Mason Paris last week, so like, a lot of people didn't know how that was gonna go, and you know, it was just good to see him come out and get a win. Yeah, Cassiope's tough, and and this summer, he 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 uh he made a a, a lifestyle change, you know, and I and I seen it with my own eyes because this summer it was only me, Spencer, DeSanto, and him. Um, here like pretty much this whole summer and and I could see his body change. I could see his 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 mindset change and is is awesome, you know, how much, you know, work you see a man do and then you and then you get to see it pay off and that's just like that's an awesome feeling to me, you know. And especially when he's on my team, you know, he's one of my brothers, you know. It's just it just a good feeling inside, you know. Bro, he's so big right now. He's good, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's good. So he looks. He looks good. He looks. He looks more athletic. He looks. He looks awesome. And, you know, he just, uh, just gotta work on some things. Just like everybody. Just like you know myself as well. But you know, we're we're all growing. You know. And when you look at the freestyle schedule, has your big focus on parterre right now, or? Um, I guess so. Yeah, I've been working a lot of parterre. Parterre. Uh, recently, I worked on some today. Um, but yeah, getting used to the guts, you know, fighting, you know, building the calluses in my ribs and all that stuff. So, so yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I was just thinking back to when I had Terry on and he would say like, he would have Dennis Hall behind, Dennis Hall get behind him with a Greco gut and just ribs ribs the shred. Oh man, man. Dennis, Dennis on the gut. I don't care who you are. You're getting turned. (laughs) He has a nice gut. He's tight and, uh, I don't know what he does. He does a lot of rock climbing. That's probably what he does. Oh yeah, for sure. Heck yeah, he's he's tough. He's freaking. Yeah. No, yeah. he had a nasty gut, man. I think it's like if you do a little bit of Greco at some point, which you're a Greco guy, so maybe you got one too. But a little bit, yeah. I got a little a little Greco in me. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Nice man. Well, we want to have you on the podcast here. We really appreciate it. Kind of the last thing we wind down with in some interviews is like how has wrestling changed your life, or what's been some of the biggest impacts, and I think that'd be just a good way to wind down for the the Hawkeye Wrestling Club Inner Circle members. Uh, wrestling is how it changed my life. Uh, I think it changed my life tremendously, man. I think this is this is something that I love to do. You know, it's, it's not really work for me. You know, I think it's my passion. You know, to especially being here, I think I realized that. And I think 
you know, when you, I think everyone has their, you know, passion, you know, once it's your responsibility to find that passion. And then once you find it, I think you're more at peace, you know, with yourself. And that's how I feel now. You know, I, I feel blessed to be here, you know, and I'm not, I'm not taking it for granted. You know, I, I want to give my heart and soul into this, into this organization, into this team, because like I said, I know one day I, I will not be here anymore. And I want my name, you know, to be on this wall, on the, in these walls here at Carver. You know, I want my, I want people to talk about my name when I'm gone, my legacy. I want to change, you know, the future. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Awesome. Pat Lugo, thanks for your time. Thank boss. you, man. Appreciate yes, it. Go, yes, Hawks. Go Hawks, baby. Thank you for listening to Wrestling Changed My Life. This episode was brought to you by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is a food supplement that you take a scoop of it, add it to a glass of water, mix it up, and with that, you have your daily supply of minerals, vitamins, your superfoods covered. So it saves me the hassle of taking a bunch of vitamins, and it tastes delicious. And now that they're a sponsor of this podcast, you can get a one-year supply of vitamin D drops along with five free travel packs if you go to athleticgreens.com slash WCML. That's athleticgreens.com slash WCML. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Wrestling Changed My Life.